On today's episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we have another first principles: don't be a turkey. So this title, this is basically a reference to a story from Nassim Taleb's book, The Black Swan. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I've been getting a lot of questions lately and discussions about black swan hedging,、um, whether or not they're needed, how to implement them, and just how to think about when and why they should be used. And so, this episode is not going to be about specifically implementation, but it's going to be more about the mindset and expectations behind black swan hedging. So I think、uh, you know I, I made a joke about the last episode being the the most important one about volatility stealing your edge. I, I think this is going to be the second most important episode I've ever done. Why it's not the first? I'll get into that a little later. But just real quick, the story of the the turkey. This idea that、um, in Taleb's book,、uh, if you're a turkey, you know you're living your life, and、uh, you're getting fed every day, and you think everything's good, and of course,、uh, everything's good until the day of <laughs> prior to Thanksgiving, right?、Um, because if you're on like a turkey farm for you no know, Thanksgiving turkeys, you know all of a sudden one day <laughs> you're gonna get butchered, and you know become meat, and、uh, this idea is. If you have long periods of, you know, just normalcy, or good times, right? You can get lulled into this false sense of security, and you just never know,、uh, really, what kind of black swan could happen, what kind of unexpected event. And the idea of, of don't be a turkey is is you don't want to act in a way where you're kind of blissfully unaware of what kind of Hidden risk or, or or unknown unknowns there are, and continue to do things,、uh, and just go. Oh, I've always done it this way, so it's always going to work. You have to be mindful of potential black swans. And one other really good point that's related,、uh, and it was timely because I saw a tweet by on X by Michael Harris, and、um, he basically linked this interview from Taleb that. His point in this interview was talking about probabilities and kind of long-term expectations of individual investors versus the market, and there was a really good point in there. And he talks, he makes reference to what he calls the uncle point. The uncle point or the point of ruin is, is some point where you can no longer trade. Right, either you get a margin call, you're blown up, or something happens and you're forced to change your sizing. And the point is that、uh, if you ever get to that point. Then the probabilities and expectations of your strategy fundamentally have changed. Because you know? obviously, if you blow up, you can't trade anymore. Game's over, right? And if you're forced to size down because you took too much risk, then that changes the entire outcome and path of your trading. And the takeaway at the end, he summarizes, and it's basically:、um, if you have a chance of ruin, you have no alpha, right? Now I'm gonna, and this is so profound. All right, so we're gonna repeat it a couple more times. If you have a chance of ruin, you have no alpha. Right, one more time. If you have a chance of ruin, you have no alpha. So, you know, just kind of think about that, right? Because we've heard the saying, "It works until it doesn't," and this is basically taking that to the extreme because. 
all the time you think about strategies and you know analyzing and back testing and you go okay uh, this strategy looks great and then this is the expected return i can size it up and size it down but the back test you know you, you have a limited data set right Th this is within the confines of what you know and so your your biggest drawdown right um jason buck said this uh, your biggest drawdown is always going to be ahead of you not only that but there's just you know you can't predict a black swan that's the whole definition it's something you can't predict uh, so you have to be able to kind of evaluate um, the potential hidden risk in your strategy or what's not showing up in the data. And again, uh, this episode is more about the mindset. So I'll, I'll get into details about what to look for in subsequent episodes about, about hedging. But that's just the mindset of like, don't just assume everything is good because that's what your data shows. And if there's a chance of ruin, if there's a chance that the strategy can blow up or have a kind of significant loss where it cripples you, right? Then all the probabilities, all of the expectancy, all of your analysis is invalidated, right? And so, and then if you can blow up, then you will, right? And even though it's like a low probability, the idea is that black swan hedges, you want to basically uh hope for the best but expect the worst and you pretty much want to it, it if you never need your black swan hedge that is in fact a good thing right you're gonna just accept this is like home insurance right you're just burning the money but that's okay because you don't want to ever have that chance to blow up like why would you right so you need to just accept that in certain cases black swan hedge or basically protecting yourself against ruin is necessary um and if you haven't already uh i would also suggest you guys go back and listen to episodes 25 and 64. Um, those are earlier episodes i did about hedging and they kind of uh if you listen in order and then especially listening now you you kind of see my evolution and thought process behind hedging over time but i think this has been something that it's, it's not that it's been on my mind uh, specifically but it's such an important topic because the longer you go and if you have success especially right you're growing your account um there's always this sense of like existential risk right somebody in my discord kind of coined that yeah what you're protecting yourself against is not you know i've said before we manage our risk and practice very well through risk management mechanics stop losses whatever black swan hedge is for risk in theory and risk in theory is basically that idea of the existential risk. It's like just something that it's just kind of more all-encompassing and you can't really grasp it, but you have to recognize that it's there, right? And, and going back, you know, when you're doing strategies and you have something that looks really smooth and looks like low volatility, right? Low risk in practice. Just know that low volatility, high sharp, if you will, generally requires more leverage which is okay to an extent right but more leverage basically increases that chance of the blow-up risk right because especially we deal with tr selling options so we're, we're selling these convex instruments right and and a quick kind of example is let's just say hypothetically uh you say all right 
I'm okay with the 20% drawdown. And <laughs> I've said before, people often kind of throw these things out and, and they say they're okay with it, but when they're really not, right? But 20%, let's just, let's just say you're okay with the 20% drawdown, right? And if you trade on lever, if, you know, uh, if you don't use leverage, it's 1x notional and you kind of stress testing, you're like, okay, well, without leverage, if the market drops 20%, Right. And let, let's say that's the kind of scenario you're trying to think about or model. Right. What's a black swan? Let's just call it a 20 percent gap with no leverage, no convexity. I'm going to lose 20 percent. So, OK, at this size, I can survive or that black swan won't exceed my my uncle point or my point of ruin, whatever you've defined. But then let's say you're trading some kind of uh, you decide to hedge it. Right. So, OK, well. I know I have the strategy, but what does it look like with uh, with the black swan hedge or whatever structure? And you 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 put on that structure, you model it. Okay, all right. With this hedge in place, the same twenty percent drop, my my chance of loss drops from twenty percent down to five percent. Right? Okay, great. So that's under my tolerance. Right? I, I've reduced that that twenty percent risk down to five percent, but my tolerance is still at twenty. So what that means is basically you can size up that strategy. It allows you to size up. Now, whether or not you're going to size it back up. So I cut my quote-unquote black swan risk by a quarter. Can I now size up my strategy 4x? I mean, in theory, you could, right? So I've, I've, I've paid some amount. I've reduced my return for that you know, size. Uh, I've reduced my black swan risk, but now I can 4x the strategy. So I'm, I'm actually, I can make more than what you know, the original unlevered size. And then my black swan risk, quote unquote, is still within my tolerance. So that's kind of one way to think about it. And again, we'll get into more specific examples and, and things to look out for. But uh, the first step is just accepting that there are times, and more often than not, that that black swan hedge is required. Because again, if you have that chance of ruin, right, it's not about it's such low probability that I'm just going to ignore it, right? I've, I've often said when I do a black swan hedge or bomb shelter, for example, for Theta Engine, I've basically said flat out, I don't expect to ever use this, right? I'm just burning money. But then from that, the next thought process, and, and some people have asked this, like, why even do it, <laughs> right? If it's never going to be useful, right? Because they, they, they go... I've been asked about the back test and what did bomb shelter do in 2018, 2020, 2022. Well, honestly, not much of anything um, because that is size for some kind of mega shock. And, and this is where sort of the, the posing thought process is. If I'm doing something that is hedging against something so extreme that it's literally never happened and I don't expect it to, do you... Why do it, right? But, and again, it, it's that idea of, yes, the probability is low, but it's non-zero, right? Unless you can say with 100% certainty that it won't happen, and no, you can't say that, right? It's non-zero. So if you have a chance, you want to eliminate your chance of ruin because if you have a chance of blowing up, it's not a matter of you know, if, it's a matter of when. And also just a quick side note, remember earlier in the episode, I mentioned why is this the second most important episode and not the first most important? Um, it's, it's simply because I think sometimes 
these kind of first principles or best practices, it's hard to accept for newer traders when there's kind of some other goal they have first, right? When you learn trading, you're eager to learn, you just want to make money, you want to just have success, you want to put wins on the board. So you might not kind of be thinking about these sort of, again, <laughs> this existential risk, right? And so uh, I felt like the last episode of the fact that volatility steals your edge was more important because it's more relevant, right? It's as soon as you start trading, geometric returns and ideal volatility drag, that applies to you from day one, right? And the fact of a black swan can kill you, yes, we all know that, uh, but since the probability is so low, you know, you just probably won't want to focus on something like that right in the beginning, right? But as the longer you've traded, the more experience you have, the more successful, uh, the more success you have, and the, you know, the, the larger account is compounding, hopefully, then the more you realize something like that is quite important. And so for, for that reason only, um, I think that's why this is kind of the second most important episode as opposed to the most important one. Now, yes, if you get lucky and it doesn't happen in you know, 20, 30 years, which is kind of like your, your, your typical trading career, that's fine. Um, but do you really want to kind of put your entire life, livelihood or whatever on the line and just hope for the best, right? So that's the kind of mindset. And that's why you should uh, just accept that in, in most cases, and depending on what you're trading, it, it's a necessity, right? It, it's not optional, even though the probability is low, because if you have a chance of ruin, you have no alpha. So anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. We'll just leave it there for today. Uh, if, as always, if you guys enjoyed the episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit my trading page at www.thrifttradebusters.com where you'll find all of the strategy mechanics and trade logs as well as various essays I have written and other podcasts I recommend. Finally, you can follow me on Twitter at TheTradeBuster. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys next time.